You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Alan Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Alan Jerry's post-game podcast. Here we go on a podcast on a Thursday. No football tonight. Going to be a little weird as we get used to Thursday night football, but not tonight. Al Dukes, what's up? Oh, if there's no football tonight, I hope that TLC runs a strange addiction marathon again. More of that coming up in the warm-up show soon. I'll be locked right into that. Uh, Jerry, a couple of things here. Uh, The topic of, you know, we had talked in the past on HGTV, the flipper-flop couple, Tarek and Christina. Christina, yeah. And they've uh, since uh, divorced, uh, and uh, Christina married, had a baby, and has divorced again. Oh, is that true? Yeah. But Tarek is uh, dating a girl. and It I looks think it's just his, like her. Yeah, I think it's his fiance. Her name is, uh, well, I wrote it down, Heather Ray Young. She's on uh, some other reality show where she's like a realtor. Right. But it got me thinking because about, you know, people who date someone who looks just like their ex. And it seems strange because it popped up again today. Uh, John Cena, the wrestler. Yeah. Uh, got engaged to his girlfriend, who looks just like the Bella, Nikki Bella, who he was engaged to at one point. The All Bella right. twins, the wrestlers. All right, so Nikki Bella. Yeah, if you just put it, I, it's one of the Bellas he, he was engaged to, the Bella twins. Right. And now his current girl that he's engaged to looks like her. And what is her name? I don't even remember. If you just put in John Cena, it's like, it should come up as a story because I just saw it as a story today. But it must be weird, and I wonder, does it ever come up in conversation where the girl goes, do you like me just because I look like your ex-girlfriend or your ex-wife or your ex-fiance? It might. I suppose That's it's got to come up. I guess it could. And then um, the other thing I was thinking of was well, He John's, got married. Wow. John Cena got married? Yeah. Wow, and she he looks kind of like the rest, the wrestling girl. Shay Shurietsada. Yeah, that's why I knew I would not be able to pronounce that. Right. Wow. But then I was even thinking when John Cena was dating Nikki Bella of the Bella Twins, she's got a twin sister. Does he find the twin sister attractive? I he would must. I think you probably do, but then the personality becomes the difference. But don't twi- identical twins have similar personalities also? I would think identical twins. I would think they have identical mm, personalities. No, they don't. They don't. I would not think so. Why would you think mm. that? I don't know, because I feel like they're so similar in all the other ways. Why wouldn't they be, a, like, if one's a fun-loving person 
Or one is a sad sack. Why wouldn't the other one be that way? Boy, these two do look alike. Good Lord. Which ones, Jerry? The the Nikki Bella and uh, Shay. The the woman he eventually met. Yeah. I know that's got to come up in a when a when a when a couple when someone in the couple is feeling insecure, they got to be like, I don't. I think you like me just because I look like the Bella twin you well, were engaged you know, to. It's funny now. There's another side by side. They really don't look anything alike. I oh. don't know, but they definitely have the same features for sure. With the yeah. black hair, the body, yeah, I, I, yeah, it probably does come up. I'd be surprised if it didn't. With that flipper flop one with Tarek and Heather Ray Young, now she looks like Christina. Yes, she does very much. So you're absolutely. And I right feel like at, out of that relationship now, Tarek is looking like the winner there because she's already Christina already married well, and got divorced again. Yeah, and if you remember when that show was being filmed, he went through therapy. Remember, there was the article where he thought about committing suicide remember that i do not i do not recall that he had severe depression with her she was tough to work with towards the i guess i don't listen he might have been the problem i mean there was there was also stories that he was um terribly jealous and like uh controlling oh really he might have caused his own depression i don't know i mean how the hell do we know we just watched the show but i do remember reading different articles on their breakup sadly because i was into the show right i love the the show show. yeah so did i so did I, but they struggled to get along somehow. Tarek does a new show now where he, and this seems great, where he goes and tries to help new house flippers yes. who don't know what they're doing. Now, I watched five episodes in a row on the, of this oh, on like yeah, a Saturday marathon. morning one. Yeah, it was yes, really good. Too. I haven't seen it since, though, but I like the concept. I thought it was pretty good. Yes, I felt the same way. He seems so much more relaxed. Like, he just rolls up with a cup of coffee. What do you idiots do now? Well, I think that show was filmed prior to The New Girlfriend, and it has nothing to do with anything, but I would think whether it is her or him, when you are unattached like that, and your only concern are your kids, I would think there is a stress taken off your shoulders, whether it's Christina or Tarek, because now you're not in a relationship. Plus, when he's rolling up to help first-time home flippers, it ain't his money. Right. He's going in there to help them out of a situation. Yeah. I, oh, I, w- so I wish I could do that. That sounds like so much fun. Flipping houses? It does because- It looks like a lot of stress to me. Well, here's why it looks like fun to me. Because if you've got a decent market and you've got a good contractor that you trust and you can right, you're work partnering together- with. Yeah, you're usually partnering, unless you can do the work yourself and then you just need a financial partner. Um, a, you're basically reno- renovating a house that's a mess- B, you're making a mess into this beautiful place. C, you're giving new buyers a worry-free brand new home with great finishes. And D, you're making money. Yeah. Like it really is it's great for everybody, the neighborhood, the 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 new the new the new homeowners, yourself. Seems like yeah, a I think fun way. That has that channel HGTV has had to turn so many people into house flippers that probably lost a fortune trying to do it. Well, yeah, if you don't know what you I mean, look at um what is it called? Uh, the disaster show. Yeah, when when, um, when they have to actually call in people to help them, and they lose yes. they lose a lot of money if you don't right. know what you're doing. Right, and then you're putting the other thing is is like you're you're getting a mortgage on this house because you're purchasing it, right? Uh, or you're buying it outright, lot, no, whatever in, it is. No, in a lot of cases, the flippers are putting the twenty percent down, and we'll take them. That's why when you watch the show, yeah, anytime they would go past the thirty days, now the interest yes. is starting to accrue. Yes, that's what it is. So you're usually taking out a mortgage on it, right? So then the longer it takes you to fix things and issues pop up, it costs you every day. Costs you money. Every day costs you cash. That's exactly right. Every day costs you money. 
Yeah. That is true. But it'd be something so, I would love to do. It'd be fun. Oh, oh. Maybe you and I partner. Let's find a, a contractor, Jerry. Let's start flipping houses. Um, Jersey Shore style. There's a bunch of houses that are dumps around here. That, is that uh, true? Yeah, like, you know, especially in the Jersey Shore area, there's a lot of houses that have just been in the families forever and ever and ever. They just keep handing them down. Sure. And no one ever, like, they don't update them because they're just like summer houses. So, right. they're like, yeah, come in the summer, I can handle a terrible Do we have kitchen. to put the houses on stilts, though? <laughs> I don't think so. Not around here. How many are available? Can we get one for fifty grand? No, the problem is there's still there's still other problem around they're here. They're still like, worth eight hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> yes. What are the comps? A, a house that looks like it needs to be trashed is still eight hundred thousand. All right, but what are the comps? One point nine? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. We could spend four hundred thousand on Reno, right? And still split five hundred k. I'm That's in. True. All right, maybe we'll do that, Jerry. Uh, contractors, reach out to us. You go house. Uh, Jerry, we got to go now because we've got a big meeting, our weekly meeting. Okay. Uh, so we will see you tomorrow. Boomer is back. You'll be back in uh, the update chair. Everyone back in their regular spots. Works for me. Warm up is next, which you were still doing, which means you did five and a half hours of radio today, or at least five something. Five hours and 10 minutes. All right. Peace out. So eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly. So there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits. Turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Alan Jerry, no guests, no calls, and no real content. Here we go. What do you say Thursday morning for you on the fan in New York City or down the shore in Bradley Beach, New Jersey, staring at the ocean. Gorgeous fall weather. His name is Al Dukes. He's bald, and he's happy to be so, and he joins us now. What's up, Al? Good morning, Jerry. Um, You're in for Boomer today. You'll be doing uh, five hours of radio talk. Uh, is CeeLo in the, uh, at the WFAN studios, or is he from his home? He is here. All right, he's here. Good, then I don't have to send him any reads. You do not. Jerry, last night uh, there, I, there was no uh, local sports on, no local, you know, no Mets or Yankees. That season evidently is over. a weird time. Yep. Uh, football season is here, but there was no Thursday. Well, Thursday night game would be tonight. There was no Wednesday night game. I was looking on my schedule. Turns out there was not. So I was looking for something to watch. I went to my usual ID channel, and I had already seen this episode of Web of Lies, so I didn't want to watch that again. So I stumbled upon the TLC channel and My Strange Addiction. Have you seen this show before? No. It's people who are addicted to strange things. For example, the I'll use <laughs> the one I stumbled upon yesterday was a, uh, a woman who was uh, addicted to getting butt implants. But she was getting them on the black market, as they say. Oh, that's butt never going to go well. But her her butt was 
Well, her butt wasn't enormous yet, but her friend who also was previously addicted to butt injections, she was trying to get her to quit because the woman who was giving the butt injections was indicted for injecting different things into people's butts, which shouldn't be injected into your butt. Could you imagine being in a situation? Now I'm talking medical. I'm not talking this. Where you would actually buy something from someone you didn't know and put it into your body. And they were doing it. They, 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 her friend would be like, well, who is this doctor? Where do you go to get this done? She goes, oh, uh, we meet at a hotel room. Oh, God. I need to have my ass three times the size of what it is right now. All right. Well, I think Alice found the person for you. Yeah. Well, and for, unfortunately, she's been indicted, so she's not available to inject Boomer's butt. I want with... Beyonce's butt. Right. Well, we all do. Okay. Uh, the second part of that episode was a uh, was a uh, young man, uh, probably in his twenties, who has intimate relationships with pool inflatables. So, like um, like a whale that you would a shark that you would inflate and put in the pool and play with in the pool. Right. He uh, has relationships with them. Okay. Then I was like, well, let me see. There was a marathon going on. I was like, oh, I'll stick around for one more episode. And it was a you woman actually who, watched this? Yeah, I did. I watched this. Then there was a woman who uh, I'm going to say something. I can't believe I'm going to yeah. say it. Why not just jump on Twitter for the night? I had been on Twitter too much already. <laughs> one more final one. I'll give you a, a woman who was addicted to uh, eating cat hair. And then she would tongue bathe her cat to clean the cat. The Do way you the... at least acknowledge these people aren't mentally right? Yes. Okay. But it's amazing how like... It's amazing people a... profit off this. Go ahead. We're in a, a an age, Jerry, where... It is now very acceptable. Like your friends will accept, and this is a great thing, or your friends will accept strange things about you. So each of these episodes, the person has to come out to somebody that they're close to to tell them about this addiction that they've been hiding. And yeah, I got to tell you, each time the person was taken aback at first and be like, you know what? If it makes you happy to have intimate relationships with pool floaties or it makes you happy to eat cat hair, that's okay with me. Tongue bath time. <laughs> wow. The woman said she got started because uh, her her cat had uh, had some sort There's of no procedure. There's no reason to get started. There's no reason to get started. She had some sort of procedure no, where wrong. She, she couldn't clean herself, so the woman said she just started licking her cat. <laughs> okay, this is a normal person. Good morning, campers. Okay. Dun, 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 dun. Jerry, did you want some sports news right now? Uh, whatever you got, Al. <laughs> All right. I really, I'd love to hear the next person that you know takes their dog out for a walk and decides to. Uh, never mind. Yeah, and get us in trouble. That'd be a different strange uh, addiction. But uh, check it out on TLC if you're looking for. Some no, new I'm programming. good. Thanks. I'm, I was uh, I'm s- good. I was going to start a series on Netflix called The Haunting of Bly Manor, but it's a scary show, and I, I need you. What's Bly here. Manor? I probably it, should it, probably know this. It's a. It's just a, a series. It's it's not a true story. It's a. Just it's a scripted series from oh. Netflix about a family moves True into story. a haunted. True story about a, a family moves into a haunted house, but it's, I don't like scary things when I'm by myself here because then I wouldn't want to go out in the dark and let the dog out. You know what I mean, Jerry? I can't have that. I hear you. Make, make sure you have your mace. Uh, Sam Darnold is out again this week. I'm seeing. I'm seeing this on the internet. And Joe well, they, Flacco. They told gonna, us yesterday. Yeah, Joe Flacco's going to start again. Mister Excitement. Who? The, I don't even. Oh, they're playing the Dolphins. Yeah, team. in Miami. So we got a Flacco versus Fitzpatrick showdown. Let me ask you this. Will you be yeah. more inclined to put it on just because there's fans there? Um, no. I didn't think so. This will be a red zone situation for me. When the red zone goes to it, that's when I'll see it. 
I cannot sit and watch a straight up Joe Flacco hmm. zero. Although it is intriguing as Gio In fairness, is, you just watch something about a guy who was <laughs> intimate with floaties and you're telling me you can't watch Joe Flacco. <laughs> you watch the show about a woman licking her cat. Right. Imagine you're Joe Flacco heading over to Florin Park right now. He's driving over. Let me put sports talk on and see what's going on. All right, this guy doesn't want to see me quarterback, but he will watch a woman lick her cat. Mm-hmm. And watch a guy have Pretty sex much. with pool floats. Well, he said intimate relationship, like he. But kisses what else does them. that mean? He tells them he loves them, okay. that sort of thing. Right, but that that to you is more appealing to you than Joe Flacco. <laughs> Morning, Joe. <laughs> I would rather tune that in than a Joe Flacco led Jets game. Yeah. Although, like Gio has said, it is somewhat intriguing now that you at this point you have to hope for 0 16 just because it's something different, you know. I think the last 0-16 team was... The Lions, uh, wasn't it? The Lions, yeah. You do, here's the thing. He's not wrong. I get it. You want to make sure you get the number one pick. You don't want that. I mean, as bad as the Jet history is, you don't want 0-16. Win yeah. a damn game, will you? Have some pride. And these guys aren't going out there to lose. They may not be any good as a right. team, but they'll get a game. I, you know what? I don't buy the fact that they're going to go 0-16. I really don't. Actually, Jerry, it wasn't the Detroit Lions. They went 0-16 in 2008. The Cleveland Browns did it just a few years ago in, in 2017. The Browns were 0-16 three years ago? Yeah. Ooh. Wow. It's so funny because I hear 0-16 on my first order of the Lions. In, in There was a 37-game uh, stretch where the Browns went 135-1. and well, they had two decent games. <laughs> Let's go for the tie here. I got to tell you, those are tough games to call, Ooh. man. Hey, I bet. Yeah, trust me. I went through it with Columbia for about three seasons. Yeah. Not easy. Mm. And then the Buccaneers were 0 14 when it was a 14 game season. Yeah, that's 0 14. That's not 16. Right. Yeah, a little Just, different. They could have won 2 and 14 that year. You, you never know. know. They might have been getting better as the season went on. Yeah. You're a Bucs fan. You had that go. Go Bucks! Right, exactly. That was the, I, the classic. Jets are going to win. They're not going to go 0-16. You do think so? I do. I think they'll okay. win a game somewhere. I, I really do. I mean, as you know, as bad as they've been, you know, even the Cardinal game on Sunday, I think that game was 17-10 at one point. Yep. You got Crowder's making plays. They will get. And now that you, I think, addition by subtraction with Belgon, I think they will win a game somewhere. At least one. Do you Maybe think even it's two. this week against the Fitzpatrick-led? Dolphins. I think they have a chance. I oh. do. That's an eight-point eight spread. I know that because I uh, shot my parlay I'm video gonna, yesterday. I'm going to take the Jets plus the points. Really? Yeah. So you don't think they lose by eight? All right. Adam Gase, Jerry's going to continue to call offensive plays. He's still sticking with that uh, Jet uh, pick. I like his answer, too. Oh, what we talked say? about it as a staff, and the staff <laughs> doesn't think it may. No, you basically just decided <laughs> I'm calling plays, and the only reason this came up was because a reporter asked you about it. Is that right? A reporter well, yeah. said, do you still call him plays over here, son, I mean, they, what's going on? The reporter asked the other day if there's things you can do. Could you could you think about maybe letting someone else call the plays? Yes. So you, you know, that's why it came up, I believe. I don't think he came out in the press conference and says, boy, things aren't going well. I really got to rethink this play calling thing. That's not <laughs> what look, happened. Let me look around and see who around here might be interested in calling some plays. All right. And then as you looked up the guy's name, he realized no good. Yeah, no. Guy never heard of. Didn't Why are you look on like staff? a play caller. <laughs> right. Who's this guy? <laughs> and was also asked, Adam Gase, of uh, his misuse of Le'Veon Bell. Which he and, didn't care uh, to answer. He says, irrelevant now. 
We're yeah, moving on. But it was Rich Samini that kept pressing Is him that on. Right. And he that would Rich not Samini. answer the he question. He wouldn't bite. Nope. Not a matter of biting. He would not answer. If I was Adam Gase, I would have said, I don't look at the rear view mirror. I look through the windshield. Meaning, Jerry, that's a good I thing because back. everything behind him is a train wreck. <laughs> but he's driving away from it, Jerry. The future is bright. Where? Uh, for him, Miami. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully, we'll Miami for him. We will see. This is going to go one of two ways on Sunday. Oh, They're right. either going to play a really good game and have a chance to win late. Or the Dolphins, who might hate him, might beat them by eight touchdowns. <laughs> oh, that's right. The Dolphins may try to run up the score. Yeah. They better not run up the score, Jerry. You never know. Uh, were you saddened to learn also yesterday that the 2021 Pro Bowl has been canceled? I thought they canceled it five years ago. No! <laughs> I don't care. Well, I, the I, I, and I, I don't care. care. Do not, I have not watched the Pro Bowl in... Mm. Well, I don't even remember the last time I tuned it in. Prior well, when it was on Sunday night in Hawaii on well, ABC. Good, well, there is some good news to this, Jerry. That it's going to be replaced with a variety of engaging activities. What does that mean? <laughs> I don't know. Are we going to do like competitions? I mean, those are fine. I mean, those were fun in the off season. Boomer was a part of those a few times. Those are okay, but I, you know, the players, please, unless they're getting paid, you think they want to go do it? No, of course not. I actually saw a Pro Bowl in person. I went with that Craig was with and Craig his and Craig. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Did you go to that with, no. with us? That was in Arizona, wasn't it? Oh uh, yes, Arizona. I don't Craig, remember. Uh, I thought you guys were nuts for going to that. That's why I didn't go. <laughs> well, you know what? His kids wanted to go. They wanted to see the different players. And uh, yeah, we had to get up at two a.m. <laughs> Craig, Craig, like you of all people went to that. We were Craig, in Arizona. Had to get up at one thirty, and you, you know were why? like, "I'm in." Craig purchased a luxury box. <laughs> Let me guess. You stayed for one quarter and left. <laughs> Craig purchased a luxury box for the Pro Bowl. And we went. And he ordered all of the chicken nuggets and everything for the kids. Kids had a good time. Did you have the seafood tower? <laughs> there was nothing worse back in the day when he would get the seafood tower. One piece of shrimp would be taken. Are you guys done? Uh, yes, we're done. Yeah, we're good. Oh, good. That's $400. Great. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> and also when he would not let me order what I wanted. To order. That was right. another thing too. You're not getting that. Hi, sir. What would you like? Oh, I got it. I got it. But I don't want, but I, what? No, no. You, you'll get what I tell you. Okay, like, sir. I'll have the pasta. No, you, you need to, you should get the steak. <laughs> What's funny. <laughs> and often. <laughs> often, right. Often. Oh, man. All right, so no Pro Bowl for you then this no, year, Jerry. I don't th- where was the Pro Bowl supposed to be? Was it back Who in knows? Hawaii or Orlando I think it was again? In Orlando. Was it in I Orlando? I really again? don't even know. There was there was times when it was in Orlando, times when it was in Hawaii, times when it was in the Super Bowl City. Well, it was always in Hawaii, and then they changed it and they put it in Arizona the one year, and then Orlando got like the rights to it for a few Oh, years. who cares? No, no I'm care. just I, Eddie. I'm just curious because we don't even know when the Super Bowl is going to be played, let alone right. this crap. When I was so. a kid, I loved. To, I would watch the Pro Bowl. Yeah, so would I. But that was, was when, yeah, and and the guys would actually play in it. Like Roger Stallback was in the Pro Bowl. Right like, now you Archie end up Manning. with you know Marcus Mariota as right. the seventeenth alternate. Right, and then you hear like five years later he's a Pro Bowler in twenty twenty. Go yeah, because nineteen guys said pass. No, but it's not even special for Mariota because he's from Hawaii, so he doesn't care either. <laughs> well, not in Orlando. <laughs> it hasn't been there in a while. But that's what it's become now. Every year you get the fifth or sixth ranked right. player at their position. Not at all positions, 
But in a lot of them, absolutely. All right, we're going to take a break, yes? This year, I heard Joe Flacco was already named to the Pro Bowl. He's going to take over because— uh, Would it shock you? All these other players are not interested. Let's say he plays another four or five games <laughs> and played well. Would you be surprised if he wasn't given the nod? No. Of course not. Hmm. Anyhow. All right, this portion of the warm-up show brought to you by your local Mazda dealers. Every Mazda CUV comes with a suite of advanced safety features and are available with iActive all-wheel drive, which will give you the confidence to go practically anywhere. Visit your local Mazda dealer for special offers or visit MazdaUSA.com. Back in a moment, and Gio joins us at 6 on the fan. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Alan Jerry, because you can't get enough sports with the other 23 hours in the day. Or you can. It's uh, 523 on the fan. It's a Thursday as we are working our way towards the weekend. And big plans this weekend. Big plans this weekend. Not really. What else, Al? A uh, very alert Twitter follower and warm-up show listener, Joe Sapanara. What's up, Joe uh, a couple things. He says, uh, number one, Pro Bowl was going to be played at the all-new Vegas Stadium, home of the Raiders. But that's out. Uh, he also says this interesting thing about the NFL schedule uh, this coming Sunday. Uh, there are only two 4 o'clock games. No need for red zone. Both are on locally. Packers, Bucks, and Jets, Dolphins. Well, that's cool. Well, there are only three uh, 4 o'clock games this past weekend, too. I will still watch on red zone because... I then don't have to do the clicking back and forth and no commercials. That's got to be a tough red zone with three-hour yeah. window, though. He's just got to be doing, I would think, a ton of recaps. Yeah, I think recaps. Uh, yes, he'll show some. Check out this play earlier. When they do, you do think all, sometimes, the, all the touchdowns for the day, I do like that. I like when they pretend they're going to a game live, but you know it happened a few minutes ago. Yes. To be like, let's check in on uh, Justin Herbert here. And then he throws an 80-yard bomb. And you're like, there's no way they randomly went to Justin Herbert and he threw well, an 80-yard bomb. Well, a lot of cases bomb. when we're watching the game and then you're on red zone as well, especially yeah. if you have two TVs going, you see how they do it. You know, everything is, I mean, aside from when they're, hey, someone just got in the red zone and you actually are watching play after play. Right. A lot of times where a big play happens out of nowhere and then they pull that crap on you. Yes. That's why anytime you see a team that's got the ball on their own 25-yard line, all right, we got a big play coming up here one way or another. Right. A ca- very rarely will they be like, let's check in on uh, Bears-Bucks, and then it's an incomplete swing pass. <laughs> Bears-Bucks. <laughs> let's check in. Uh, Bears-Bucks are the only team in the red zone right now. Let's check in on Jaguars-Titans because we're yes. contractually <laughs> obligated to twice a day. <laughs> no one's been past the 50-yard line here. <laughs> but it's a Although, great see, that's what I mean. battle. <laughs> the Titans are, are a great team this year. So far, so good. They're 4-0. I'm not calling them great yet, but they're a good team. Here's a a story, Jerry, locally. Let's do a quick Yankee thing because I thought of Eddie Scazzeri immediately when I saw this story. Master of puppets? Master of puppets. You're pulling the Metallica. Uh, Brian Cashman says, there's that narrative about the manager being a puppet. Brian Cashman... Now, None of that is this. true. Did you watch this? The press conference? No, Al, a Metallica concert. 
<laughs> yes. I didn't have time yesterday for a Metallica. You have all the time in the world. You could have watched have Metallica yesterday. live from San Francisco with Super Bowl week. You could have watched the <laughs> the Yankee press conference. <laughs> I did not see the press conference. I read all of the my, very important quotes. My only question, because I wasn't home yesterday, so I did not get to see it, but I saw a lot Master. of the quotes on Twitter, and I saw a lot of the uh, of the clips. From Cashman and Boone. I guess my question is, was he led into that? Was he asked about it? Because I heard the answer. I listened to it out in the newsroom this morning. And it almost, I can't tell if he volunteered that. Like, why would you even come up with that word? He's probably driving into the office and here's Eddie playing the master of puppets. I'm not on, arguing. Master, 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 master of Brian Cashman sucks. But I'm just wondering why he would bring that up. Yeah, that's a good question. What was and it brought up to him? Maybe it was brought up to him since they were both sitting on the dais. Yeah, I just like I said, I'd love to know what the what the uh, questions from the reporters were. Oh, maybe we'll get CeeLo on that, bring that on during the show. He also said, "quote I've never ordered a manager to do anything." I believe that. I, really? well, I don't know about anything, but I don't. I I do not believe. I really don't believe that you know Brody Van Wa- Brody Van Wagenen or Brian Cashman have a phone into the dugout and they're saying pinch hit this guy here take this pin. <laughs> I don't believe any I don't now no, but I, they, do I think that, George that, Steinbrenner did it yes I do really yeah I think that's noted in books that he that did he would that call down and be like hey pinch hit Dave Winfield here uh, maybe not that specific but yes I do believe he and Billy Martin he would call down or at least send in notes. To Billy Martin for what he wanted to do, which was part of the reason why they couldn't stand each other but loved each other at the same time. Very weird relationship, those two. But we do believe that it wasn't Aaron Boone's call to start Debbie Garcia for one inning. I think that the analytic people probably put together suggestions, and it's up to Boone to make the decision to accept that or to go on his own and do what he wants. Ooh. I do. Right. Okay. I think they're so presented all the information. That's what I think. Yeah, I do. I think they're like, here. This is what we think would work based on the analytics. You do what you want. Now, here's the thing. You go against that, and it blows up in your face. <laughs> Why didn't you go with the analytics? You go with the yep. analytics, it doesn't work. Hey, you're, you guys gave me this information. You were right. wrong. It's the safer bet. Yeah, I, of course it is. But I, don't, I really don't think that there's a lineup card put on his desk when he gets to the stadium. This is what we're doing today. I really don't. I've never thought that. Do you remember where you were when you first heard Master of Puppets? Like that was metal. Um, Obey, I, oh, I don't. I do not. No, I that don't. was a kick butt song, Jerry. It was right, but I was. I but I liked Iron Maiden though. Oh, you did. So you were I into did. kick butt songs already. Uh, well, back then, yes. I think I liked Iron Maiden before I liked Metallica. Does that sound about right? That Time could be. And Judas Priest. Oh, Judas Priest, definitely. They were early eighties. Yes, those would like, be the first two. But like when this came on, right? Oh, you're like, oh my gosh, I'm gonna be in a bar fight. No, I was I was I was nine. I didn't know what a bar was at that time. I was in a bar fight. Right now I'd right now I'd be in seventh grade going, Oh my gosh, someone's gonna punch me and throw me right into a locker. Well, you really had a tough, tough childhood, didn't bum, you? Bum, bum. Actually, I had a good uh, you're always experience. Worried. In, I know, but you're school. always worried about getting thrown into lockers, being no. pulled up a flagpole, getting into fights. No, no, no. No, actually I was able to somehow maneuver between all of the different types of kids in school the jocks the burnouts the nerds i was able to weave in between all of them can you pull up if i have this right yeah the name of the song is the trooper by iron maiden oh yeah trooper is awesome that i think was one of my favorite songs when i was a kid 
I think that's the name of it. Is that it right? Is. It is the name of it. Let's see. I'm searching now, Jerry. And I don't searching, think there's searching. any cursing in it. I think it's no, fine. No, no. I actually, this is on my list of bumper music songs sometimes. Oh, is that true? Yeah. Look at that. And there was oh. an Anthrax uh, period for me as well. Very brief. But I did listen to them for Man, a little this while. this thing is like, I'm not, what's going on here? Did I lose my connection? This what's is going? not cool. Iron Maiden. They had that scary uh, thing, Eddie, it was called. It's not coming up. Not coming up. Yeah, my 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 my, uh, my my computer's frozen. Obey your master. So Eddie, no more playing. Obey your master because it's fake news. Sad. He doesn't order uh, Aaron Boone to be his puppet. But I think Eddie's still gonna so play it. Zip it. No, I think Eddie will still play it. I don't think you have to worry about that. I'm gonna. I'll come back from the next break with Iron Maiden because this is not. I'm gonna have to reboot. There's gonna have to be a reboot situation. Uh, Cashman and Boone also said, Jerry, that they don't envision big changes coming to the. Why would there be? <laughs> I mean, the only changes you need is to win an extra couple of games. I mean, you think about you know all the close calls the Yankees have had. It's not like they've finished 79 and whatever. It's not like they've finished 81 and 81. Like they've been. I mean, they had the one year where they were close to 500, but. This team has been so close. They're tweaks. That's all it is. They're tweaks. If Masahiro Tanaka may have been better in the one game, who knows? You know, I mean, uh, I don't know. I they they went out. They got spray hitters and 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 um, what do you call it? Uh, for average hitters like DJ LeMahieu, like they've done a lot of good things. They just need to finish. They haven't finished. I was also all. saying that uh, they may not be bringing Domingo Herman back. Okay, I could see that. Bit of a troublemaker, this Domingo well, Herman. He had his issues, so I could totally see that. That's why just assuming he's going to be in the rotation, maybe not. Maybe not. So oh, that think. to me is the biggest thing with the Yankees is the rotation. They need more pitching depth. 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 Especially but, if we're going to play 162 next year. Jerry, I found your song. Yeah. Now this was, I was probably nine, ten years old, I would say, when this came out. I don't know why I like this song so much. Because they they had that, that cool character that the eddie character was who was named the scary monster on all their yeah, albums but you know what's funny though mysterious but what's funny about it though is i would then get in the car my mom i'd be singing the ojs <laughs> oh, that's like, mom okay. put on the trooper i yeah i don't i i made but even if you go to present day if you look at my spotify i've got everything from elvis over. presley to you know, Katy Perry to Iron Maiden to Metallica. It's just whatever. You can literally go from, you know, I don't have Barbra Streisand, all of that. But you could have, uh, is it Carol King? Is that her name? I could go from, you know, Hootie and the Blowfish to Linkin Park to Carol King to Frank Sinatra. I mean, it makes no sense. To I like it all. Yeah. I heard a terrible song this morning, too. Coming Who in. sings it? Uh, I don't, what channel I don't know. are you on? It was uh, on an oldie station. 92.3, It was not 92.3. It was an oldie station. Mm. And it was just one where randomly I go to it. I'm like, let's see if I'm going to know this song. Bam. And I did know it. It was something about a Larry. What was the name? Larry? Yeah. Not your fault. I forget the name of it. It was terrible. Was it W-O-L-D? No. <laughs> it was not. It was not It was not W-O-L-D. No. <laughs> was it the, the Jersey Shore oldies? No. 100.7? It was not. <laughs> You're was not going to get it. <laughs> Don't was worry. It... Listen, Amy Lawrence went to commercial. I moved on for a few right. minutes looking for music. And and I like seeing up... what else is out here. What yes. station, though? It was on. <laughs> uh, by... hmm. none, of, it none of the ones you're bringing up. 
Mm, interesting. <laughs> Something mm, interesting. in the cluster? No. Evidently not. It was Eddie, not. Move. Eddie, move on. No, no, I don't like it's promoting not. other places, <laughs> right. so I'm not going to tell you. But I'll just tell you that I expected a song that I would know, and it was terrible. Like, you got why nothing. Is this in the rotation. Ugh. It goes back to what we always talk about: how many bad songs have been a lot of bad songs over the years, especially ones by bands and artists we know of. Right. That's a conversation Listen, they, we've had on the podcast. They can't all be hits. No. When you're uh, when you're churning out a whole bunch of music, they can't all be hits. I told Alady that I heard Paul McCartney. So I was on my Spotify the other day searching Paul McCartney music to get. Yeah, you know, I figured with Wings and the I get to put some some of that onto my playlist and. The amount of just horrendous songs. I mean, just brutal. <laughs> and I think a lot of them were probably recorded in the last... And I love Paul McCartney. Right. Yeah, He's well, terrible. His muse left him about, oh, well, 1985 or yeah. his muse. Like, he's still trying to record music that was popular in the 60s. Like, that sound doesn't work anymore. It well, doesn't work. It doesn't. Well, it's it's like he can't recapture that. Those songs still work. Those do. Correct. You can't write new ones that sound like that, that have that sound. Yeah. They don't work. When I'm 64, work. Now that you are 64, you can't write like you're 64. It's probably over 64 Well, now. he is. He's in his 70s now. When I'm 64. And John Lennon's birthday just passed. He would have been yes. 80, I believe. 80. I think so, yes. Happy exactly. belated. Happy belated. All right, quick break. 25 in front of six. A lot more to do here on the warm-up show before Greg Giannotti joins us at the top of the hour on The Fan. This portion sponsored by 8778-ABUSED. What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Ow. And Jerry. Don't worry, it's only an hour long. <laughs> Which means it's coming to an end soon. <laughs> this is Anthrax, Jerry. Do you remember this song? Not yet. Caught in a mosh. No, perhaps when it kicks in a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. I mean, this, you gotta, you're probably talking. 1985 to 86, the last time I listened to this stuff. Because once I stopped, I stopped. Right. Like, that was the end of it. This was right? This would have been mid-80s? Probably late 80s. Late 80s? I don't mid, think I no, was you're right. into mid this. late 80s. Yeah, because I don't think I was into this once I got to high school. I don't know if yeah, there's be careful. naughty language or whatever, but... Caught yeah. in a mosh, Jerry. Yeah. Eagle Nikafessin, I believe, was the one song that I liked. Someone uh, woke up this morning and is driving and is like, I haven't put that cassette on in many years. And they might even still have the cassette. Correct. Also something that happened in 1985, Jerry, was uh, Joe Theismann breaking his leg 35 years ago. Not to the date. I bring it up because he says he wants to uh, talk Why? to Dak Prescott. For what reason? Exactly. I, this I is feel, enough. Yes. Joe Theismann, that's 35 years ago. He waits around now, waiting for guys to break no, their no, legs. He <laughs> no, he does not wait around. <laughs> no, I he feel doesn't. like he's like, what? Some like like when Dak Prescott gets injured, he gets all these fluttered, fluttered yes. with text messages. And, Joe, you get back in the news. Yes, and you know how many requests he probably has had oh. for radio interviews and TV Correct. interviews. 
No question about it. Him and Alex Smith, the, the phone's probably been ringing off the hook. Joe, what would you uh, every uh, every talk show host interviewing? What Joe advice would you give Joe, Dak Prescott during these tough times? I'd have been like, if you're Dak Prescott, you could be like, who's Joe Theismann? He might, yeah. That's 35 years ago. You might, well, yes. I mean, Babe Ruth was 100 years ago. We know who he is. <laughs> But you're right because I'd love to get him to talk to Dak Prescott if we could get Babe Ruth. <laughs> well, just get Joe and have uh, Babe Ruth hovering above uh, Yankee Stadium. I mean, this Joe. I bet you're right. He's probably had a, a full schedule of yes. interviews. Who's he work for these days? Do we even know? Who knows? Does he work anymore? Do you think? Which show do you think that we know about? Put him on. Uh, Zach Gelb. Hundred <laughs> percent. I'm gonna look that up. Later. Oh, you know, it'd be a good one too, Tiki and Tierney, because of Tiki. I can see Tiki said, "Let me, let me reach out to Joe. Let me get Joe that. on." Yeah, that would be a guess. Um, that would be classic Joe and Evan, right? Moose and Maggie, really, mm-hmm. all of them actually. Outside da, of, uh, I could this see hour. Da, uh, Damon Amendola show doing it. No, he had some. Yeah, I guess it's possible. They seem to be too involved with watching uh, their producer eat for some reason. I don't, right. I don't understand. Moraz, yeah. But that's fine. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'd say all the shows actually. <laughs> I did see also yesterday uh, a photo from on TMZ, a photo from Miami Beach, Peyton Manning on the beach. Abs. Yeah, why are you so fascinated by this? Pro athletes have a discipline that most of us don't have. Because Peyton Manning you never thought of as a muscular ab guy when he played. But he was a thin nothing. Yeah, he still doesn't have much of a chest or shoulders. Right, he's you. He's skin and bones. He's got nice abs, though. If I stopped eating Tostitos all the time, I could maybe have abs if I could put sit-ups. You're very disciplined, but you allow yourself a couple of treats on a regular basis. Yeah. If you cut those out and, I don't know, did four or 500 sit-ups or crunches a day, you would have them, too. Yeah, he looks pretty good. I I Googled. He's 44 years old, Peyton Hanning. Think of that. He's seven years younger than you. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm sure you look at him as an older guy, right? Yes. Yeah, because we watched him play football for two decades. Right. And he's still a young man. This is like Brett Favre. I'm older than Brett Favre. No, no, I don't think you are. I think Brett Favre Uh, is 52 now. mm, I I think I have him. I I legitimately think I have him. You think you're older than Favre? I thought he was older than you you by a year. Let me see. Brett Favre. I'll get his birthday, Jerry. Just Google it. Favre. I was born September 22nd, 1969. Favre was born October 10th. So you are older I'm than older Brett than Favre. He's grayed, haired out. Yeah, oh, but he's also, he also could still step on a field right now and make throws. Yep. You couldn't gun, do that. The gunslinger. The gunslinger. He also loves riding a tractor. He does in his Wrangler jeans. Jerry, do you think this is a big deal, this story? Uh, Nick's marketing consultant, Steve Stout. Is it a big story? No. Is it a stupid story? Yes. What is he doing? He was pictured wearing Chicago Bulls shorts it, while golfing. In the grand scheme of things, it doesn't mean a damn thing. But it's just a stupid look for a guy Bad that's optics. supposed to be their 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 brand man or whatever stupid right. title they gave him. It looks dumb. Other than that, does it affect what they do? No. Does it affect the way they play or don't play? No. Does it affect free agents they get? No. It, none of it matters. He just looks like an ass. That's you think all. James Dolan gave him a talking to? Like, dude, that's possible. Yeah, I would say that that's possible. I could see about, his phone ringing at some point. Hey, how about hey, you wearing nuts? What are, you, what are we doing? How about you wear Knicks gear when you're out instead of Chicago Bulls gear? And wasn't there one guy in the picture wearing Knicks shorts? A different fella. Yeah, there were four possible. golfers. Wasn't the there guy was, to was. his left, our right, his left, wearing Knicks shorts? Maybe they switched shorts as some sort of sort of hilarious, very photo, possible. You photo know what? Bit. 
Very possible. Very possible, right? Do you have that photo in front of you? Mm, I could get it for you, Jerry. Let me Google. Uh, while I'm Googling this, do you remember when Britney Spears, she was a big, uh, she pitched Pepsi and was paid handsomely. Okay. And they, there was a photograph of her out drinking a Coke out of sure. a Coke can. Yeah. It's a bad look, bad optics. Well, I can bring up something Steve here, but Stout. I won't. Steve Stout. I will Thank let you, it go. Jay. You're very welcome. Steve Stout images for Steve Stout. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, the picture I'm looking at now. All right. The guy News. right next to him is wearing Nick shorts. All right. Is he so not? They switched shorts. I have to, I have to, I have to. Uh, yes, you're right. The guy next to him, Nas. Oh, is that the who rapper. that is? Okay. The rapper Nas. He's wearing Nick shorts. Maybe they thought for a hilarious bit. Yes. They changed shorts. So guess what? We would talk about him. Right. Guess what we're doing? Talking about him. Right. That's all stupid. The whole... So you think this was planned? Uh, uh, I think it's possible, yes. I do think it's possible. All right. Yep. Pretty much. Pretty uh, much. I mean, Nick's... it would be like you wearing a competitor's shorts playing right. golf, and then the guy next to you is wearing your shorts. Right. Hilarious. This is a hilarious bit. Uh, Nick Saban, Jerry, he's now got the corona. Yes, asymptomatic. Oh. Which at 68 years old, that's a very good thing. Good for him. Yes. Yeah, from what I I heard on the Amy Lawrence show, he was asymptomatic. Asymptomatic, meaning he is without symptoms. Yes, correct. I'm not a medical doctor, but I suppose that's what that means. I think the I think the thing with coronavirus that is disturbing, silly, whatever word you want to use, insert here, is the whole thing, though, with, with Florida. You got the quote from Dan Mullen three days ago, basically saying, quote, I think we're a model of safety of what we've been doing during this time period. Two days later, Saturday's LSU at Florida game postponed. I mean, right, prior to that, we God. were going to jam 89,000 people 90, in there. 90,000 people he wanted in the swamp. And now 20 guys or 21 coaches and or players have it. I mean, come on. So they're going to play December 12th, I believe. Would you put the swamp top five places never to play college there. football? I've never been there. I don't know. Michigan's got to be in there. Yeah, I mean, Michigan, Notre Dame, there's a lot of oh, places. Oh, Notre Dame, good there's one, Jerry. a lot of, I mean, people will tell you West Point's right at the top of the list. Mm. But I've never been to any of them. I don't think, the only college football game, aside from Columbia games, the only college football games I've gone to, I've been to a, a few Rutgers games. I've been to, we went to see Notre Dame at MetLife Stadium when Craig got the suite. Yeah, it's not the same. No, it's not the same. I right. also went and saw, back in the day, I saw Texas against, I forget who, at the Meadowlands in some kickoff classic game, but that's not a home field type of place. I've never been to any of those. You know, I've never even been to Happy Valley for a game, which is relatively close. Right, another one. Yeah. Another classic, Jerry. There's a lot of great places, but I've not been to any of them. I'll tell you what's neat, though. Going on the road with Rutgers and all the, when the basketball trips is just seeing these places. Even yeah, though, you get to go to cool basketball arenas. Yeah, like, like you went to Kentucky, right? Uh, well, yeah. I'm talking about the football stadiums, though. Oh, football. Yeah. Just seeing the stadiums when you go to the Like even Purdue, arenas. which is not exactly, I know Drew Brees went there, but it's not exactly known as Michigan. No. Like even seeing their football stadium, like it's really awesome. Like they're just great structures. Nebraska looks cool. They all look neat, but I've never been to any of them with fans in them and football being played. Jerry, let's go on a tour of all the great college football stadiums. Can I finish baseball first? Uh, you want to do your baseball tour of stadiums? I'm like, I'm, I think I've got 18 down. Let me finish that, and then we can do the college football I'll, tour. I'll go on the tour with you. I love you will? football. Yeah, sure. All right. Uh, I'm just uh, looking at something, uh, breaking news on Twitter. Uh, Kevin 
Wigand sent this to me. He says that Nas would would never wear Bulls shorts. He's hardcore Knicks fan, and he's always photographed in Knicks gear. All right, so then Steve Stout just wore Bulls shorts. (laughs) Man, look how great these listeners are. To get us this information. That's awesome. This guy sent photographs. Like, it's Did he really? Unbelievable. Uh-huh. Okay. There you go. I see it, too. Kevin Wigand. Yeah. Well, Kevin Wigand. Is that Chris Olivero um, interviewing him? <laughs> and this Kevin Wigand listener who sent it, he's in a Nick shirt in his profile. Look bro. at that. Then he would oh, know. And he's his, his Twitter profile bio, overnight caller Kevin in Copag. Oh, how about that? How about that, Kevin? Hi, Kevin. 877-337-6666. Do not call. Call up. I would love to talk to you. <laughs> We're going to take a quick break. We'll be joined by G at the top. But right now, we Radio.com Sports Minute with Amy Lawrence talking about the wisdom of Dusty. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry. The superheroes of WFAN. A couple more minutes till the top of the hour. Last night, the Astros avoided elimination. They won, and the Dodgers won in a big way. What else you got, Al? It's a Thursday, no football. I heard that Amy Lawrence, a sportsman. Do you think if you were a manager, Jerry, you'd be an analytics guy or a gut guy? Uh, You'd go by your gut. Mostly by the gut, but I would certainly use the analytics a little bit. I think you have to. So you wouldn't live and die by the analytics. You would use them ingest them, and then make a gut call. Yes, I based still on... try to actually coach the game the way I've always thought you should. Nice. Like, the, have to, like there is a human element to what's going on. Right. I think we don't want to lose sight of that. We can't be robotic no, like the, analytics like guys. I think there are times where analytics will tell you, you know, previously a pitcher, when he gets to 85 pitches, things go south. Well, on that night, maybe the weather's really good and he's getting better as the game's going on. You know what? I'm not going to hit 85 pitches. Oh, analytics say he's done. Sometimes right. you got to let it roll. No, what I don't. An example. What I think is a bad look when an outfielder pulls out that card telling him where he should stand. Uh, yeah. That's weird. To me, it's uh, to me. I've always thought it's more a matter of what pitch is being thrown. Like to me, that's like for instance, you got a right-handed batter and you're playing left field, and you got you know a guy throwing 102. Well, I'm not going to play down the line, but if I know he's throwing an 82-mile-an-hour curveball, I know the batter's going to be way ahead of it, then I will hug the line. You know what I mean? Like, I think it's more important what's being thrown pitch to pitch than the way a guy sprays the ball. Does that make sense? Yeah, although I think if I was an outfielder, I would have one of those cards in my pocket. You just said you didn't like it. I think it's a bad look when the camera catches it. It looks like you're not prepared. Well, the cameras catch everything, don't they? But then it also looks like you're not prepared when you're a quarterback. New York sports comes to life on the fan.